Hello everyone. This is the written spoken podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. The podcast is a curated audio version of the blogs as one being taught and fitly spoken. The podcast also provides other content intended to encourage and refresh you and challenge you to focus on the word, the one who spoke this world into existence and became flesh to redeem us. If you have listened before, welcome back. I am your host, Esther Wright. In the first episode of 2024, which marked the new season of the podcast, we focused on the truth that God's work in our lives is an ongoing process. We were encouraged with the reminder that although we may give up on ourselves or are tempted to do so, God does not give up on us as demonstrated in Jeremiah 18, 1 to 6. If you have not yet read this passage ever, or recently, I encourage you to do so. In today's episode, we will focus on breeding as an essential aspect of God's ongoing work in our lives. You may be asking, how is breeding related to the process of God's ongoing work in our lives? Let us go to the book of beginnings, Genesis. I direct our attention to the truth that after God formed man from the dust of the earth, man was lifeless until, as Genesis 2, 7 states, God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. Similarly, Acts 17.28 declares, It is through him that we are able to live, to do what we do, and to be who we are. As your own poets have said, we all come from him. Also, as Psalm 104 verse 29 reminds us, when God takes away his breath, all living creatures, including man, dies. Breathing. The art of continuing to draw breath is an essential aspect of God's ongoing work in our lives. Food for thought, is it not? We know breathing is necessary for life. A truth I noted in the blog post, Breed, shared on the As One Being Taught 
WordPress blog. The post reminds us that we have to keep breathing no matter what. Here is an excerpt. When the air is smoke-filled, our eyes may water and we may feel as if we are coughing up a lung, but we still have to breathe. When we step out in the winter day and the cold is a shock that seems to steal our breath, we still have to breathe. We have to breathe in all circumstances. We have to breathe to keep living. We have to breathe. Yes, we know breathing is necessary for life, but we often do not pay attention to our breathing. Let me pause to ask, how is your breathing? Did hearing that question result in you pausing even for a short time to check your breathing? I hope it did. Why? Because, as noted earlier, we know we need to breathe to live, but most of us rarely pay attention to our breath or how we are breathing. That is, unless we are struggling to breathe. Strange, is it not, that we take for granted an activity that makes the difference between life and death? And a challenging truth is that we rarely give thanks for the things or people we take for granted. We rarely give thanks for the things or people we take for granted. Let this attitude no longer be true about our ability to breathe. And there is no moment like the present to initiate the change of no longer taking our ability to breathe for granted. Let us pause to give thanks for our breath to the one whose breath is in our lungs. Lord God, we give you thanks for your breath in our lungs and the ability to breathe. Help us to be more mindful of how utterly dependent we are on you. And may we now, as instructed in Psalm 156, join with every creature that has your breath to praise you. And may we develop the practice of praising you always. You tell us in Philippians 2.13 that you are working in us, giving us the desire and the ability to do what pleases you. We know that it pleases you when we acknowledge your daily, moment-by-moment -moment goodness to us and give you thanks. Psalm 69, 30 and 31. Thank you, gracious and generous Lord. Thank you. As part of the invitation to pay attention to our breathing, an essential aspect of God's ongoing work in our lives, it could be helpful to know what the normal respiratory rate is in a healthy adult. 
according to the website Healthline.com. The normal respiratory rate in a healthy adult is approximately 12 to 20 breaths per minute. The website also notes that factors such as sleep apnea or heart conditions can affect our respiratory rate. Sometimes, however, even in the absence of physical or medical factors that can impair our breathing, life experiences, like a blow to the solar plexus, can leave us struggling to catch our breath physically, emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually. Perhaps this is where you find yourself in these final days of January 2024. If this is your current state, please do not lose heart or hope. Emmanuel, God with us, is not only part of the Christmas story, it is a daily reality. You are not alone. God has not forgotten you. He has not given up on you. He is working in you. He is fighting for you. He, Elohim, who formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, Genesis 2-7, can restore your breath. Ask him, and you know what? Long, eloquent prayers are not required. A breath prayer is enough. What is a breath prayer? In her article, What Are Breath Prayers? Author Jennifer Tucker notes, Breath prayers are typically made of words taken directly from Scripture and are very short, usually just one sentence, and broken into two halves. The first half is prayed as you inhale a breath, and the second half is prayed while exhaling. Examples of breath prayers can be found on the guidepost.org website in the article, 10 Breath Prayers to Pray, by Brooke O.B. Among those shared is Lord, have mercy. Inhale. Lord. Exhale. Have mercy. Inhale. Lord. Exhale. Have mercy. Repeat as often as you need to. Remember, he invites us repeatedly to call on him. Psalm 5015 is one such invitation. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will rescue you and you shall honor and glorify me. Psalm 9115 is another. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8 Because he's unchanging, as generations before us have, 
you, I, we can trust him to keep his promises. We can cling to and be upheld by these truths from Psalm 46, 1 to 3 and 7. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Breed. He who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Hebrews 10.23 Because of who our God is, we can be sure that he continues to work in us as we continue breeding. Borrowing lyrics from the contemporary Christian song, My Testimony, we can declare, If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. God continues to work in us, and Romans 8, 28 remains true. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good, for those who love God, to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Links to resources referenced in today's episode will be shared in the episode's description. The next episode of the podcast will air in two weeks on February 11, 2024. I hope you will join me again. Please share and rate this episode and leave a review on the platform where you listen to your podcasts. Reviews help others to discover the podcast. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified when future episodes are published. The Written Spoken Podcast is also on Instagram. You can find written excerpts of previous episodes there and a link to the podcast in my bio. The e-version of my book, Sliced Bread, Food for the Spirit, is available on Amazon. I will let you know when other versions of that book become available. As we engage in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of life, may we speak the truth in love. May our words be seasoned with grace. May we remain committed to being deeply rooted in our God and His love. May gratitude be our lifestyle.